Hello, and welcome to the second publicly released episode of 33 and a Third Under 45. This show is a collection of personal essays written by me, Ryan Lynch, each based around an album that I've had on repeat. These were originally published as written columns on the Flying Machine blog and as audio essays on Patreon at patreon.com slash flyingmachine at the $1 level. This episode was originally released on June 15th, 2019. For up-to-date news and columns, and to see our affiliates, like the comic book podcast Divisive Issues, head to flyingmachine.network and franzradio.com. What kind of soundtrack keeps us inspired in a cynical world? I'm Ryan Lynch, and this is 33 and a Third, Under 45. Nostalgia sure is something. We all feel it from time to time, but sometimes it's just relentless. I get it real bad every year around June, and I think it has to do with my job. I'm a homeschool tutor, so I don't spend a whole lot of time in actual schools until finals time, when I go in and out every day, focusing on exams, trying to power through the last few weeks before summer break. Being surrounded by kids waiting for that last class, or even worse, applying to colleges and planning orientations certainly doesn't help it. Or maybe it's just the way June smells, because damn, late spring just has that smell, doesn't it? But this year has been a lot stronger, both the feeling and probably the smell too, at least based on my allergies. This is my first final season since my wedding, and there's a certain grown-up vibe that that carries along with it. I'm back in a band with one of my oldest collaborators, writing totally new material, but from a familiar place. And yes, it would be dishonest if I didn't mention that Banjo-Kazooie coming to Smash Brothers got me all misty-eyed. But most of all, I'm now more than a decade out from going away to college for the first time, and a recent trip to my campus to meet up with my roommate was pretty brutal on the old nostalgia heartstrings. And on the long solo trip home, I decided to really lean into it with some Tegan and Sarah, specifically their 2007 album, The Con. I miss you now. Like I should have missed you then My body moves Like curtains waving in and out of wind In and out of windows I cannot tangle I cannot feel and what would matter most Reaching out for me in the dark. I'm just no good at giving relief. In the dark. It won't be easy to find 
I've always had a complicated relationship with nostalgia. I've never really wallowed in it, like a lot of people do, and I've never really taken solace in reflecting on the good old days either. I've certainly had times in my life where I was left pining for something that was over, but I've always been pretty good at looking towards the future and the things that are either already great or that will be. So when I look back at previous eras of my life, it's usually more as a narrative and a way to contextualize why I am the way I am or feel the way I do, not really as a yearning for the way things were. A lot of that definitely has to do with how lucky and privileged I've been, but I still have to work at it from time to time, especially in today's macro climate with everything that's going on. Sometimes I do get caught in a loop of really falling back into my old habits or way of looking at the world, and I find revisiting some quirks I've demonstrated in previous relationships, whether it be romantic or friendly, that push those people away from me. Habits that I'm not proud of and would really love to exercise completely. The more of my narrative people become a part of, the harder it is to keep those parts closed off. And walking through some buildings on campus for the first time in seven years really started recontextualizing a lot of those patterns. So it's no wonder that on that trip back home, songs like Back in Your Head ended up on repeat. a plane. Closer, call it off. themes make up a whole lot of this album. It mostly focuses on lost love, but through a nostalgic lens. I'm finally beyond pining for past loves, but that doesn't stop me from empathizing when an album pushes me back in that headspace. Especially an album like The Con, because the soundscape of the record is so much more than that. The punchy guitars and dynamic drums help bolster Tegan and Sarah's trademark vocal styles to really drive home the dichotomy between the joy and pain that always accompanies these kinds of themes. 
Finding the balance between looking back fondly to learn from the past and wallowing in the exaggerated high points of yesterday is never easy. And this struggle is throughout the album, like on the Khan's title track. But opening up and being honest about those flaws helps show the growth we fight for. If we never had those times end, we'd be stuck in the monotony of an unchanging status quo, and we'd never learn anything new. It's important to acknowledge how we've changed and take pride in that. Openness about your personal struggles to overcome your flaws is the very embodiment of intimacy. The con is a beautiful blueprint of pure, intimate honesty. It opens with a wedding filled with pure, self-reflective joy, and it ends with a self-fulfilling breakup. But it's not a linear progression. Like all of us, the record is a roller coaster of love and loss that never lets up its beauty for a second. And I hope none of us do either. I give you the incredible flying machine!